You wouldn't want your favorite team to play only one side of the ball. So when it comes to insurance, why settle for someone that can handle only your auto policy? Bring your home and auto insurance to Allstate now and you can save big on both. You deserve someone that can tackle more. That's Allstate's stand. Are you in good hands? Hey, football fans, call Allstate agent David Monroe at 610-359-1244 today. Subject to availability and qualifications, Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois. Oh, man, the Philly Pretzel Factory has done it again. They took a Philly tradition and made it even better. Now, you already know the Philly Pretzel Factory has the best soft pretzel. Well, now they're making a cheesesteak pretzel. That's right, a Philly cheesesteak on the inside, surrounded by those piping hot, fresh, chewy pretzels. This is as Philly as it gets. A cheesesteak and a pretzel? Incredible! How great are those guys over there? They've got their original pretzels, the cinnamon pretzels, the pretzel dogs, and the party trays. And now, the Philly cheese steak pretzel. Bring them for tailgating, watching a game with the boys, a barbecue, or even a kid's birthday party. Head over to the Philly Pretzel Factory for the all-new cheese steak pretzel. And remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The Winter Circle Sports Grill in Edgemont is for real sports fans only. With over 30 brand new wall-to-wall large screen plasma high-def TVs, if the game you absolutely got to see is available, we'll have it. Every NFL game, every college football game, every Major League Baseball game, every hockey game, every game, live in high def. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If we don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill, for real sports fans only. Visit us online at wintercirclesportsgrill.com. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is your game now, gentlemen. For you seniors, it's your last one, so make it count. Because you'll remember it for the rest of your lives. Let's get him. He's back to pass. He fakes to the right. He goes there. He's got the twenty. He's at the ten. The five. Touchdown! It's a fake to the outside. Johnson's keeping it. He's got the 15, 10, cuts back inside to the 5. Touchdown, Kevin Johnson. Flatley in the shotgun. He drops back. He's looking over the middle. It is tipped, and it is intercepted by Cole Kosarski at the 32. Across the 30, 25, 20, 15. He's finally wrestled out at the 4-yard line. Johnson under center, Diaguardi, and Kosarski once again in the backfield. No wide receivers. It's a handoff to Kosarski. He plows forward. He's in for the touchdown. Gives it to Duffy again. He takes a leap, and he's in for the touchdown. Downsy's back. He's looking. He's going deep downfield towards the near sideline. It is intercepted by Duffy. Intercepted at the 10. Ill-advised pass. Third down and 14. Flatley not in the shotgun. He rolls back. He's looking. He's looking. He's got a man downfield, but he's hit, and he is finally dragged down. Big sack by Matt Gregory. Kick is on the way. It's a low, skittering line drive. 
coming down to Ryan White at the 15. He's across the 20, across the 25, across the 30, 45, up the middle. He's got a man. He's breaking the tackle across midfield. 45, 40, 35, 30. He's got a man to beat. He spins away from him at the 15, at the 10, at the 5. He's in for the touchdown. Electrifying game opening wow. touchdown by Ryan White. Unbelievable. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Harvey Stadium in Newtown Square, Pennsylvania, here's Josh Kipple, Dave Feldman, and the legend, Bob Herpin. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, live from Harry Harvey Stadium on the campus of Marple Newtown High School. It is Central League football between the Marple Newtown Tigers and the Ridley Green Raiders. And with me, as always, executive producer Jim Alsman at the controls, Josh Kippel. And tonight, all the way from Penn State Brandywine, Greg Pecco. How you doing, Bob? It's good to be back for this game. You know, been doing the halftime the last couple of weeks in Marple Newtown. Been on the road for a while now and finally coming back to face Ridley here for homecoming. Well, it was three weeks ago that Marble Newtown lost to Upper Darby. Since then, two tough losses on the road at Garnet Valley, 35-28 in a game that was even closer than the score indicated. Marple Newtown did have a time to tie that game at the end, of, but then last week they were blown out 35-13 at Strathaven. Certainly, last you know two weeks ago against Garnet, played a tough matchup against one of the teams that's on the top of the Central League this year, and Ridley is now that squad that they have to face this week, another tough game. So you just had the coin toss, the tri-captains for both sides have come out. And a few notes to watch for Marble Newtown fans. On the Ridley side of the football, Deion Shaw has a lot of speed at wide receiver, and along with Shahad Smith. Of course, Ridley, 6-0. and Overall 5-0, coming off a 28-14 victory against Conestoga. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Week 7 of the 2010 campaign will see Harry Harvey Stadium as a crossroads between two teams heading in opposite directions. On one side of the football, the Central League's most dominant squad, the Ridley Raiders, who appear to be an unstoppable force, carrying with them a 6-0 overall record and a 5-0 mark within the league. After posting sizable decisions in each of their first five contests, the visitors are fresh from a solid 28-14 victory over Conestoga last week, already giving them the inside track to a Central League crown. On the other side, the hosts, the Marble Newtown Tigers, 
They will once again feel the welcome embrace of the home crowd following two disappointing road defeats at the hands of Strathaven and Garnet Valley. Head coach Ray Jones's charges are looking to rebound from their second slow start in three seasons and provide a boost that will improve on their 1-4 mark thus far in the Central League. The last time these teams met in 2008, Ridley came away with a 27-7 victory on its home field. Tonight, Marble Newtown aims to get back on track and defeat Ridley for the first time in five years. It's game number seven, home game number four, under the lights at Harry Harvey Stadium. And we'll have all the action coming up next on the Tigers Radio Network. Harvey Stadium just prior to kickoff between Marple Newtown and Ridley and Greg uh, just your impressions of this contest really quickly before the kickoff an uphill battle for Marple Newtown they're going to have to grab a score early here put some pressure on Ridley for some turnovers Ridley played a sloppy game last week if Marple Newtown can keep this game close they have a shot Marple Newtown won the toss and they will receive they will be moving from right to left Ball is spotted at the 40-yard line. Back deep for Marple Newtown. Mario Diaguardi. Ryan White. And the deep man is as the kick is away. It is a low, skittering line drive. Coming down to Diaguardi at the near sideline at the 12. He's across the 15, cautiously across the 20, across the 25, across the 30. Still going, still on his feet. And dragged down just shy of the 35-yard line. And tackle made by number 44 from Ridley, Shane Dockerty. Nice job there by Marple Newtown forming up a wedge there to get a good return to out to the 35-yard line there. Many number of subplots tonight. The first one on the slate is quarterback for Marple Newtown. It will not be Jamie Radinger. He broke, suffered a broken leg last week at the end of that contest. It will be Billy Weaverling under center. Ball spotted at the 35-yard line. Weaverling takes his first official rep under center. Two-man backfield. It is a handoff to Moat. He tries to find his way off the far side, and he just barely gets across the 35 for a small gain. And tackled by number 40, Ryan O'Kane, just off the tackle there. Only a yard pickup. A nice setup block there. Just the, the hole closed too quickly for Moat. And number 30, Mo Greg, I don't know how much you remember seeing of him two years ago as an underclassman, but he has uh, really distinguished himself, particularly this year, and specifically in the road games. He, he's a very quick back. He gets to that hole quickly. He can really make some people miss. Gain of a yard. Ball spotted at 36. Now Joey Pham checks in as the lone wideout split to the near side. Three-man backfield. Weaveling under center. It's a delayed handoff to Duffy. It's a fake to the outside to Ryan White. He gets across the 40, across the 45. He's got the first down. Across midfield, still going, and dragged down shy of the Ridley 45-yard line. There you go. Tackled by number seven, Deion Shaw, the corner. Nice run by Marple Newtown getting into the secondary. A little little fake in the backfield there, able to break open it to the outside. And we're no strangers to that, Greg. They definitely had that going uh, two years ago when we were paired here and. Uh, do a good job of making us a, more, a little bit more alert of who has the ball eventually. And, and that's one of the things that's that's important for Marble Newtown is to get quick runs like that for big yardage right now early in this game and get momentum. Moat in as a blocking back. He is in motion from left to right. Weaverling under center. It's a straight handoff this time to Duffy. He gets up to the outside, across the 40, and dives forward shy of the 35. So close to another first down. Tackled by number 27, Dalvin Newell. 
Uh, nice run up the middle there by Marple Newtown. Great hole, great blocking up the center off the garden center. So for the first time since early in the Pencrest contest, back on September 16th, Marple Newtown using its first possession of the game to slice through the enemy defense. And it's, like I said a minute ago, it's important for them to keep this up. They are a running team. If they can wear down this Ridley defense, it'll be important in those third and fourth quarters. 10-5 to go first quarter. No score. Marple Newtown first with the football. Weaverling under center again. He rolls out. He's looking for a man deep downfield. He's got him. It's Joey Pham. Incomplete and almost intercepted there. Just almost intercepted by number 11, Shahad Smith, the senior. A little underthrown, kind of going into the wind there. But a nice early play to keep Ridley honest in this one. Pham was there, just thought the ball was going to hang up a little further than it was, and it was about a yard short, but a good job of actually taking the defender down and aiding him and knocking the ball away, so it was just an incompletion. It will be third down and about three. The Tigers need to get to the Ridley 35-yard line. Ball is placed between the 38 and 39. Weaverling under center. Once again, it is Moat and Duffy and White. Hand off up to Duffy. He gets close to it. We'll see where the knee is down. And tackled by number 24, Sam Dixon-Dugan, and number 44, Shane Dockerty at the line there. Looks like he's a yard short. Needed to break one. Almost broke that first tackle, but just couldn't. A generous yard short, as unfortunately uh, Duffy had his leg down before he got his arm extended. If they would have called it by the arm, he would have had it. Well, important fourth down and one. Uh, they're, they're all important, but this one, to keep that momentum going as we've talked about here early. Joey Fan back in the game. Split wide to the near side. Duffy right behind Weaverling. Weaverling calls it out. It's a handoff to Duffy. He feels his way up the middle, and he's easily got that first down. Nice uh, run up the middle there, tackled by number 27, Dalvin Newell again across the line, but able to pick up three, four yards. Early on, Weaverling showing that focus. You know, first time under center, but he's guiding this offense expertly. Yeah, you worry when you have a new quarterback in there. Cadence is an issue. Also, the snap is an issue, and the handoff. Those three key areas, Weaverling has aced so far in this one. But Weaverling is a senior, so he's... Obviously learned something there, absorbed it over his tenure as a Tiger. 9.33 to go, opening quarter. Marple Newtown driving at the Ridley 34-yard line. Joey Pham once again, the lone wideout. Weaverling wants on a delay. He tries to take it himself. He's under a rush. Tries to go outside off the tackle. He's dragged down, probably back at the line of scrimmage. And number 27, Newell in there again for the Ridley Raiders, making a nice stop, able to get some pressure in there on a, a double delay handoff that stayed with the quarterback. Yeah, that time Ridley did read that play very well, offered none of the men in the backfield any recourse, and Weaverling, of course, is only able to get back to the line of scrimmage once he decided to take it himself. And that line up front for Ridley seems to be digging in a little bit here now against Marple Newtown as we've gotten to the Ridley side of the field. Ball spotted back one yard behind the line at the 35, second down and 11 for the Tigers. Joey Pham still in the game. Once again, split wide to the far side. Moat in motion. It's a handoff to Ryan White. He goes off left tackle across the 30-yard line and feels his way forward. Tackled by number 40, Ryan O'Kane. Nice hole there on the offensive line off the tackle and guard there for Marble Newtown and a big run of, of five, six yards. Sometimes that's all you need to do. You don't need to be looking for the 15-yard break. All you need to do is go as far as that daylight will take you. Able to chip away and get that first down is the most important thing for Marple Newtown. It the longer they can keep the Ridley offense off the field, the better off Marble Newtown will be in this game. Well, that's what the wing team aims to do from the outset. 
to keep the defense on the field as long as possible. That is a gain of five, so it will be third down and six. First gut check time here for the Tigers. Man in motion is White. It's a delayed handoff. He's got Moat up the middle trying to feel his way forward. And he's going to be close. Yeah, and a nice read by number 77, Dave Janikowskis. The defensive tackle for Ridley saw that play up the middle the whole time. Well, Greg, maybe not that close. Looks like he's about a good two and a half to three yards shy here. I don't know. It may not be in Anthony Nicolardi's range. It looks like they still have Weaverling on the field, so this this is going to be a play here again for Marple Newtown. 7.28 to go, first quarter. Nothing, nothing, Marple Newtown driving with the football. Fourth down and three at Ridley's 27. Joey fans split wide to the far side this time. Moat and Duffy in the backfield. Weaverling to the late hand off to the outside to Moat. He's got the first down, trying to feel his way forward around the 20-yard line, so it cuts towards that far sideline and brought down and at about the 18. And it's Shahad Smith, number 11 for the Raiders, again on the tackle, but the damage is done. Samaro Moat on a double delay handoff end around for Marple Newtown, able to pick up six, seven yards and get that first down. Well, the Tigers did everything to sell that except actually put your arm up uh, in the air like the Statue of Liberty play. Yeah, they, they, they've taken their time, but it's great blocking by Marple Newtown. You need a lot of time to do those plays, and the offensive line is, is giving them that time. Fresh set of downs for Marple Newtown. 6.53 to go first quarter. Fan back in. Split to the near side this time as the ball is spotted at the far hash mark at the 20-yard line. Delayed hand off to Duffy. Gets it to the outside to Ryan White. He's trying to move the pile forward and does. He's close to the 15. And it's number 44, Shane Doherty, and number 40, Ryan O'Kane again on the stop. But three, four yards picked up again in Marple Newtown. Double delay handoff and around once again. There we go. Constant forward progress, which is how the wing tee works. First of all, before you even sell a fake. For the Tigers. And now you're in the red zone. And this is kind of where Marple stubbed their toe a few times this season already. Let's see if they can overcome those setbacks of the past. Fam once again in the game. Wide to the far side this time. Weaverling going through his progressions. Under center now. And he'll hand it off to Duffy. He cuts inside. He's across the 15, down to the 10, close to the first down once more. And another tackle in the secondary by number 20, Norm Duncan. Slash and dash for Ryan Duffy there. And there's another nice hole there. Marple Newtown, the center that time actually was pushed back by Ridley, but he was able to absorb two defensive linemen for the Raiders and open that hole for Duffy, who's got great speed when it comes to hitting that hole. So we have third down once again for the Tigers. Third down and less than a yard. Ball placed just in front of the 11-yard marker here on this near sideline. Weaverling under center. He's got it. He around to Moat. He's trying to cut back inside, and he will do so. He will pick up the first down. But he's dragged down shy of the five. And tackled by a gang of Ridley Raiders that time, but Norm Duncan again in the backfield, the first one to make the, the initial contact on Moat. And Marble Newtown running a lot of the triple option here to start uh, and on the end of rounds, and, and Ridley's trying to adjust. You can see it a little bit, but Marble Newtown still has the upper hand. Well, Ridley can basically have five or six guys to present a wall, but as long as they're being pushed backwards two or three yards by the Marple Newtown offensive line, they're not really going to be effective. No, not, not at all. I mean, Ridley's got to get some push if they want to stop Marple Newtown. First and goal at the eight. Approaching five minutes to play in this opening quarter. Marple Newtown has had the ball the entire time. It's a handoff to Duffy. He charges his way, puts his head down this time, and bull rushes his way close to that goal line. 
and tackled by number 27 Newell once again for the Ridley Raiders but five yards picked up again and, and like we said chipping away chipping away and, and we see the clock now at 445 Marvel Newtown is doing everything right here in this first quarter seven minutes plus on this opening drive of the contest second down ball spotted at the five basically dead center in the middle of the field Joey Fan once again the wide out split wide to the far side this time Moat and Duffy in the backfield White the blocking back for now Weaverling is under center he gives it ahead to Duffy he breaks a tackle breaks another tackle he's to the one and good open field tackle by number 70 on Shaw for the Ridley Raiders because Duffy would have had it Duffy trying to get that second effort Sean able to use some leverage Shaw excuse me able to use some leverage and stop Marple Newtown at the one and hopefully next time Mr. Duffy carries the football he'll uh, not turn around because that could have been a good case for a horse collar tackle if he had just been running with the football the way he was yep. instead of turning his back towards the goal line 347 to go opening quarter Tigers finally knocking on the door third down and goal from the one Ridley changing up its defensive set Weaverling hands it off. And no, Duffy does not get it. And a great pressure by Norm Donkin for Ridley. Able to get in the hole, read it perfectly, and stops Duffy on the one once again. And Marple Newtown has a decision to make here early in this one. Well, they've already converted one fourth down. And I think the question for the coaching staff is it's it's very easy to, to lose a game in the first quarter by making certain calls, but very uh, very difficult to win. But we'll see what they make, a high-pressure situation. It looks like Weaverling's going back in for more here on fourth and goal. There you go. Why not? Go for as many points as you possibly can. You've only got about two steps to go before you get that big six on your side of the scoreboard. And who knows, maybe your defense makes a stop and gets a safety. And I guess some timeout here by Marple. So we'll keep it here. 2.53 to go. Opening quarter, Marple Newtown impressive. Approaching 10 minutes with the football, Greg. Yeah, and to kind of set up this game, even though we're deep into the first quarter here, Marple's had the only possession to this point. But this game is kind of your, your essentially your Army versus a, a Notre Dame or a USC. A, a hard-running team that runs 90% of the time versus a team that can really air it out and spread the field and has a lot of speed. And right now, that running team is beating... That speed team. But also to take the analogy to an underdog, you know, Mar Mar Marple Newtown is playing the role of Army right now. It's, it's about how many times you can punch and punch and punch before that counter punch from the team that's expected to win finally wakes up. Yeah, and, and Ridley, you know, they came in expecting to win. Now the question is, did Rid is Ridley really here and, and understanding that they have to play to win and, and just didn't, you know, coming here and showing up think that, that that would get them the win? Well, this will serve it to be a rude awakening no matter what happens. Sixty-four yards thus far. And a short one to go. Fourth and goal. Moat, Duffy, White in the backfield. No wideouts. Weaverling calls his own number. He dives forward. And of course, everybody in the Marple sideline signals with the goal post. He's in for the touchdown. And there it is for Marple Newtown. It appeared from the, the jump that he got in, there was a pile that the refs had to sort out through. But Weaverling able to get that big push, uses strong upper body to lean over that goal line and get the score. That's it. All you need to do is get your, your legs moving and then get at a, at a low angle. Weaverling was at 45 degrees or possibly less. So even if the pile pushes you back, 
you're over the goal line before that happens. So Anthony Nicolardi will be on for the extra point. The ball is spotted. The kick is away. It, it is good. So with 2.43 to go, first quarter, Markle Newtown takes a 7-0 lead. We'll be right back with the change of possession. You're listening to the Tigers from Radio Network. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Tigers Radio Network is brought to you by Allstate. Are you in good hands? Call Allstate agent David Monroe today at 610-359-1244. The Marple Newtown Football Alumni Association. For more information about the Alumni Association, email them at mnfootballalumni at comcast.net or visit their link on our website at www.marplenewtownfootball.com. The Philly Pretzel Factory. Remember, if it's not from the Philly Pretzel Factory, it's not a real pretzel. The United States Marine Corps. The few, the proud, the Marines. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. The Winter Circle Sports Grill is just around the corner in Edgemont, right in front of the Regal Cinemas on Westchester Pike. If they don't have your game live, no one does. The Winter Circle Sports Grill. For real sports fans only. Back to Harvey Stadium. Nine minutes and 17 seconds. And Weaverling calls his own number, 7-0 Marple Newtown. And Nicolardi approaches the football. It's a low, squibbing line drive coming down to number 11, Harold Jones. He's across the 25, angling towards the far sideline at the 30. I don't think he makes it there. Actually, that was Jihad Smith on the return for, for Ridley. Pardon me, it's the wrong 11. <laughs> Ridley has a habit of having uh, two guys with the same number. But able to get, you know, that's in, able to get some, some room for Ridley, but Marple able to shut it down. Important for them. Uh, they kept it away from Deion Shaw, who has great speed, has returned a few kicks this season. So now we'll see how the Marple defense fares against a very high-powered offense. Sean Blunden under center. Ball spotted first and ten at the 26-yard line. Blunden will be in a shotgun formation. Straight hand up up the middle, trying to feel his way forward is 33 for Ridley. Jalen Randolph. Interesting gambit on first down, first play. Yeah, and number 65, Chris Perkin for Marple Newtown on the stop. And Ridley's, like I said, they have three, four guys on offense who can really carry the football. Two big receivers in Norm Duncan and Deion Shaw. You got Shahad Smith, Sam Dixon Dugan in the backfield as well, and Jalen Randolph. Gain of four, second down and six as we approach two minutes to go first quarter. Once again, Blunden in the shotgun formation. Turns around, it's a quick handoff up the middle. It's a fumble. They fumbled the football, but it was getting back. Shahad Smith. But he fell right on it. And that's been the concern for the Green Raiders the last few games is, is the fumbles. Last week, they fumbled a few football, uh, the football a few times, and, and it, it cost them points. Now, they had the game in hand most of it, but those turnovers are something Marple Newtown needs to jump on. Well, especially in, a, in a, what was amounted to a two-score game, 28-14 against Conestoga. So those two mistakes go the other way. It's a different story. Yep. Loss of one on the play. Third down and seven. London once again, shotgun formation. Three wide receivers. He will drop back. He's under a rush. He fires over the middle. It is complete. The Norm Duncan across midfield. Picking up the first down and more with gusto. And the tackle by number t- 10, Tam Antista. Tom Antista, excuse me, for Marple Newtown over the middle there. Norm Duncan. And you see the offense for Ridley. So very quickly, the Green Raiders with 
their first foray into Marple Newtown territory, first and ten. So we have one minute and seven seconds to go. In this opening quarter, Marple Newtown, seven, Ridley, nothing. Blunden under center this time. Two-man backfield. Two men split wide, one to the near side, one to the far side. It's Duncan to the near side. It's an option pitch to the outside to Smith. He gets across the 45, across the 40, spins off a tackle, and he's finally down at the 35 in the near sideline. And you see the tackle there by Marple Newtown, uh, number 24, Ryan Schallenberger. But you see the speed and the quick moves of Shahad Smith on display there for the Green Raiders. And that's, that's what we're talking about. Marple has to not commit so hard to when Smith's running. That's a lot of football smarts on the fly for the young man as he was able to gain an extra eight yards after the initial contact there. So first and ten as we tick down under a minute in this opening quarter. Blunden once again in his shotgun. Quan Hill to the near side. Blunden drops back. He's got Hill at the 30-yard line and he's chased out of bounds there. And run out of bounds by Marple Newtown underneath a little hook pattern there by the Green Raiders and they continue to stick with the air here with 25 seconds left in the first quarter and it, it's kind of funny you see the difference in the teams already Marple Newtown it took them a good five minutes to get to the other, other side of the field it's taken Ridley just under a minute well this is what happens when you allow a touchdown on your first defensive set of the game you have to counter punch and you do it quickly and Ridley is doing just that it's like a little wildcat with Smith in the backfield. Smith is now in the backfield in the shotgun formation. It's a handoff. Trying outside to Duncan. He, he ducks a man, but he's dragged down at the 30-yard line. And not much there. Tackled by number 77, Christian Whiteside for the Tigers. And, and a little wildcat there, so Ridley throwing a little wrinkle out there, seeing what they can get. Wouldn't exactly call Donkin the most uh, swift of foot back there, and he was lucky he was not dragged down for a five-yard loss. But but Donkin is a player who has the ability to throw the football, and that is that is a play that they could possibly be setting up for this game. Interesting, you have an option pitch and a flea flicker. Yeah, they, so. that, that, that wildcat option, Donkin can throw the football. That's something Marple needs to be careful. So we've reached the end of the first quarter. The score, Marple Newtown 7, Ridley nothing. We'll be back with the call for the second quarter. You're listening to the Tigers. Radio Network.